The Cardinals lose 20-12 to the Los Angeles Rams. Looked much more like the team we saw in the first six quarters of the season rather than the team we saw in that thrilling overtime comeback victory in Week 2 in Vegas. Seventh straight home loss for the Arizona Cardinals dating back to the 2021 season and how that ended. Welcome into Morning Scramble presented by Verizon alongside Jody Jackson and Q McCorvey. I'm Danny Sarek. The Cardinals start 1-2 and two now off the season, and Rams head coach Sean, Sean McVay 11-1 against the Cardinals with three different head coaches. Whew, guys, we got a lot to talk about. Man, yes. that, I'll tell you what. Number one, that win last week was huge now because you look at this and, you know, they needed they needed that. You know, yeah. And obviously the road has been kind to them and home has not. That's another topic we'll get into. But that was huge last week. And then this week, you know, a lot of people going in thought the Rams might win this game. I think, again, it was in the manner. It was same with the Chiefs. It was the manner in which, Q, that, you know, it was lost. Yeah. You know, no touchdowns. How does yeah. this team – and it was a winnable game. That's the thing that kills you is that this was a 20-12 to 12 game. It was 13-6. to 6. You know, how did they not score a touchdown? Yeah, it wasn't like the Rams played any better than we did at all. I mean, they did have two touchdowns they got yeah. in the end zone, but they didn't – it wasn't the Rams that we were used to seeing. And like you said, it was a very winnable game, Danny. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we'll go into the main dish now and we'll be able to talk about our initial reactions because there's stuff we can talk about from the offense, from the defense, how Mm -hmm. special teams performed and really kept this team in the game, so to speak. Uh, Jody, your main dish, your initial thoughts and reactions from this team and how they performed Sunday. Well, I think that we're seeing a real lack in the wide receiver depth, which we knew. I mean, you know going in, and this is a situation where you really miss. You know, last year when this team got off to the hot start that they had, you know, DeAndre Hopkins was a huge part of that. You know, they were hitting on some big plays. They tried some of that yesterday. Hollywood Brown had a great day, a big day, 14 catches. But, you know, they are missing Rondell Moore, Antoine Wesley, um, Hopkins as well, of course. But they do have guys that can step in. Greg Dortch has been a bright spot. I think overall, it's a lack of explosive plays. I mean, that's something when you look at the overall view of this team, what they're missing. We saw that last year during that stretch where they were getting up. And the, the other obvious thing is when you don't have a lead, you're unable to tap into the game plan that you set forth. And, you know, the Rams were in a comfortable position, even though, again, it wasn't like they were – you know, the defense did a, an admirable job, and then uh, the Rams just aren't clicking right now, to yeah. be honest. I mean, you, you saw what they did. They got down there. They had to kick some field goals as well. So, you know, they had an opportunity, the Cardinals, to maybe take advantage of that, and unfortunately, because of the ineptness of the ineptitude, I guess you could say, of the offense. Um, and and I want to get into the running game a little bit later, but, I mean, we know that Kyler Murray, when he throws the ball 37 times or completes the ball, throws it 58, right, completes yeah. 37 there's got to be a touchdown in there, right? And there were drop balls. And, and so there's a lot of frustration. I imagine, you know, we, we know we're frustrated. The fans are. I mean, you know this team has got to be. And, yeah. and that, that's the tough thing, Q. Yeah, going off of explosive plays, I mean, the Rams had four DBs in active this game, and we never took yeah. we took two shots down the field this game. I mean, it was a lot of check down passing. It's as good as it was to see the K-1 and Hollywood connection and 14, 16 targets, 14 completions for 140 yards. They were all screen passes, five-yard outs, and curls. So it wasn't really anything special that those explosive plays was, was missing. Again, going off of that, we never played with the lead. We've led this season for zero minutes and zero seconds. Like, that is it in gameplay. So starting off hot, I mean, you yeah. can't start a game three and out and give the ball back to the Rams who scored on their first drive. So, I mean, that as well um, – 
But then our defense. Our defense didn't play terrible. I mean, Byron Murphy limited Cooper Cup to four catches. I'm pretty sure Cooper Cup was on a 25-game streak of catching five passes or more. So Byron Murphy has been stepping up to the plate. And obviously, like he said last week, uh, being on that island with the best players in the league. I mean, he had Devontae Adams limit him last week to two catches and then had the best wide receiver in the league this year or, um, and last year limited him to four catches. So our defense isn't playing terrible, and Byron Murphy's stepping up to that challenge, but our offense needs to start hot, and that's where our problem is right now. We're all on the same page in the sense that it's not that the defense lost this team the game. I, I think that the defense is doing what you need them to do, what you expected them to do, which is really just enough when you look at their mm-hmm. schedule that they're facing, and they're going up against so many prolific offense-heavy teams. Your defense has to do just enough to keep you in the game. It's the offense that really has to take over, and that's what's been lacking. And to me, I would go so far as to say that this offense is in trouble. The way they've been performing without DeAndre Hopkins, who's suspended for the first six games, Antoine Wesley dealing with a hip and groin injury, Rondell Moore with his hamstring, A.J. Green leaves the game Sunday with a knee injury. That really just leaves you Hollywood Brown. Now, we're going to talk about that connection. However, this offense is not doing its job. On paper, to start the season, the offense was supposed to be the positives of this team. That was supposed to be explosive, and we haven't seen that. And you're right, Jody. When your quarterback, Kyler Murray, has a career-high 58 passes in a game, zero touchdowns, that's a problem. And I don't think – I think this is another situation of the first three games where I don't necessarily think it's Kyler Murray is not having a good game. Now, I'm not sure how much of – Kyler Murray is not elevating his teammates, which is what you need of a great quarterback to help create those plays for them. But I'm not sure that much is being done on the field by his receivers to help create those opportunities. And this is now the only team, the Cardinals are the only team in the league yet to score in the first quarter. So slow starts are absolutely a problem. But again, Kyler Murray, 314 passing yards, eight rushing yards. I mean, were you guys surprised coming off the Vegas game where his legs are what saved this team mm-hmm. and to have eight rushing yards, Jody? I think that, you know, you could see early in that game, uh, Aaron Donald, how disruptive he is. And when it's, you know, he had the sack, I think he sent a message that he came to play and they know when that's the case. It's tough. And they also had a game plan of just keeping everything short. The Cardinals kept everything short for a reason there. And so I think that... You need Kyler Murray to run to make this offense really function at that high level. But in this particular matchup, it's difficult. And, you know, it, it's something you would like to see earlier in the game, though, going forward. In this particular matchup, I'm not sure it was really ever a huge part of the plan. Mm-hmm. They want to avoid that, especially in a situation where that front is playing as well as they are. But, um, yeah, he, he needed to try to, you know, get loose earlier in the game and not just in that, you know, um, emergency situation like, you know, against the Raiders. Like, in emergency, break glass, Kyler Murray runs yeah. wild. And it did work against the Raiders. Um, unfortunately, we just never saw it yesterday. And I, I do think, yeah, I mean, it's a question. I mean, you should be able to have that element against every team in the league. Um, I don't know whether it was a situation those runs were called or if Kyler checked out of them. It's... It's hard to tell. Maybe that's you know something we'll talk to Kyler Murray this week about specifically. Um, but I think that overall the run game 
has to be elevated. Uh, whether it's Connor, whether it's seeing more of Daryl Williams, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of Daryl Williams yesterday. We did see some of Eno Benjamin. I mean, they were trying to do some different things, running the option a couple of times. Um, one, you know, one of them, I don't think they gained much, and the other one, I think they gained about six yards on that. So, you know, you saw some creativity there, but ultimately, yeah, I mean, this this offense. Um, the lack of playmakers at wide receiver is hurting them. But on, on the other side, Greg Dortch has been a real bright spot. It's just he doesn't have that experience that, you know, yeah. these other guys have. Yeah. You know, even, you know, obviously D-Hop, but even like an Antoine Wesley, I feel like he got really important reps last year. Um, Rondale Moore to the same extent. But for the most part, they're very young and inexperienced at wide receiver. And we're seeing that. And A.J. Green, you know, now he's injured. Hopefully he's going to be okay. But he has not been that effective. So, yeah. It's, it's just a situation where um, Kyler has to be able to trust these guys to make big plays. Yeah, and I definitely think I agree with that. And when you look at our wide receiver core right now, we're not a tall wide receiver core. So you have to figure out a way to implement all these guys and how to play call and how to scheme things up to their advantage. And we just haven't seen it at all. I mean, the short passes, and I get that. Um, a lot of guys aren't. I mean, after AJ Green goes out, a lot of guys aren't bringing balls down over Jalen Ramsey. So you got to figure out how to play call and how to get Kyler Murray out of the pocket. And then again, I mean, Aaron Donald was, like you said, he started hot and he got a sack, which I don't think he got the sack technically. I think Kyler <laughs> got the ball off. But um, our offensive line really shut Aaron Donald down for the most part. Uh, the run game, it was a different story. But I mean, Kyler wasn't really pressured much in this game from Aaron Donald or um, Bobby Wagner. So. Um, I think, though, there's just so much disruption when he's there. The fact that you have to put that much attention toward Aaron Donald, it just it, it doesn't allow you to have a rhythm. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's the thing. The, the word that you want to see, especially early in a game, is rhythm. They haven't really had that. And the other thing that hurts is, you know, Zach Ertz and James Conner dropped some key balls in this game. Um, and again, there, some both passes, Ertz, for example, Neither one was exactly on target, but a ball that, you know, he usually comes up with. I think he would admit that one was in the end zone, one was near the end zone. These are the little things, you yeah. know, that you really need to start executing. And going off of that rhythm, that's a lot of why Kyler's throwing 58 passes that are five, six yards downfield because Aaron Donald is there. And the longer you hold the ball, the one more second Aaron Donald has to get to you. So I definitely agree with that statement. This is the type of team that really thrives off that rhythm. We haven't mm -hmm. seen them be able to come in. And if they're going three and out to necessarily start the next drive, that next possession offensively so hot, they kind of have to get that first down to really start getting that moment, that movement rather going. Let's move into our next segment, That Bites. Something that didn't go so well as if we haven't already been talking about that up until this point. And what's so interesting is when you look at the stat sheet, it almost looks like an easy win for the Cardinals. 23 first down compared to LA's 15, 365 total net yards, four of five on four down, three drives of 15 plus place. Jody, zero turnovers, yeah. led possession time. How do the Cardinals lose this game? Well, like you said, the 19-play drive resulted in, again, a field goal and a long field goal at that. So, I mean, you know, this is a team right now that was – and I think, again, it's credit to the Rams' defense, which they were a bit shorthanded, but they allowed the Cardinals to march down the field and they did take off a lot of clock – but at that point, you know, still playing from behind, it, it really is unbelievable, though. I mean, this is a team that, like you said, Danny, offense is their strength. It's, a, it's something they have to ride. 
this season and to not come up with a touchdown. And you look at those plays when they got down there near the red zone, you know, not even inside the 20, but, you know, in that area, right in that kind of 30 yard line, just not executing, not executing plays, whether it was just something, you know, and, and pressure was part of that as well. But you're right. The stats, a lot of them though, came later in the game. And so again, it gets to that fast start. And I really listening to Cliff Kingsbury talk about it and Kyler Murray talk about it. They didn't have a lot of answers as to why they're not being able to start faster. So that's going to be a big emphasis. I'm sure either going over it as we speak, you know, trying to figure out ways to, to make it happen. But um, yeah, really disappointing. And then, you know, for me, that bites. I mean, I mentioned it a little bit, the running game. I think the running game, you know, whether it's Connor Williams, Eno, um, doing some different things to be able to allow Kyler to get more into a rhythm via having more balance, you know, and they did try that early. They tried it early in the game, didn't work out. Um, but I think the other thing that you look at, um, late in the game, Buda Baker exacting a bit of revenge there on Cam Akers, popping the ball out. I think Jalen Thompson was there initially, and they stacked him up. They get the ball. Now, there wasn't a lot of time, but I think the other thing in the category of that bites for me was just you know not being able to capitalize on that, whether it was managing the time a little better, whether it was you know having an explosive play. Again, nothing was really clicking so, you know, how are you going to dial that up and have faith in it? I'm not sure, but I like that. I like to see that um, from the defense and uh, Cam Makers coughing up that ball. But unfortunately, you know, it didn't really turn into another. It would have been another magical win, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I hate to rely on these crazy things yeah. happening at the end of the game, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there was no sense of urgency. We got the ball back on the three-yard line, and I felt like we took four minutes to get down the field when we had needed two scores. I mean, after, I mean, everybody, I'm sure all the Cardinals fans like I was holding on to my seat after we got the ball back. Like, yeah. maybe this happens two weeks in a row. Maybe we can go <laughs> back into overtime and then somehow squeak out a win, but there was no sense of urgency there. I mean, like you said, we this time management was just off in the last two minutes. I mean, yes, you get the score, get the ball back in the onside kick, but you didn't leave enough time to get back down the field. I mean, I'm not a defensive coordinator. I'm not a head coach, but like I play a lot of Madden and I know that (laughs) once you have the lead, once you have the lead, you can sit back on defense a little bit and let the guys do whatever they want in front of you as long as you don't give up that big play. It's a tough it's a tough neighborhood to live in when you're coming back, having to come back in these situations. Yeah. It's not easy, you know, trying to figure out how to get that done in a limited amount of time. Yeah. So yeah. I agree, though. I agree the urgency needed to start from the beginning or even, you know, a little more in the second half, even a little more of um, focus when you saw yeah. the drop balls and things like that. Yeah, the, the team really tough. finally woke up after that James Conner fourth and one, I believe, when he stood up, I can't remember who it was, but he stood up a guy on fourth and one and kind of, it was like one of our biggest first downs that we finally got. Yeah, All right, he got it is, pretty easily. Yes. He, you know, that was a, a nice play exactly. and a nice run by James Conner. Exactly. So, I mean, I think that, and then again, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you listen to the broadcast, but our third down conversions is terrible, but our fourth down conversion is, we're the, we lead the league in fourth down conversions. So yeah. how do we... I mean, it's great. We're going for it on fourth down and get converting, but how do we not get there? How do we convert on third down and make it more third and manageables instead of second and long and then third and long and then 
making a fourth and manageable instead of the third down conversions. Cardinals went four of five on fourth down, six of 18 on third downs. Compared to the Rams, they went three of eight and no fourth down conversions um, in Sunday's game. In the main dish, I know that I said, you know, I thought the defense did their job. But I'm going to go back to the defense for my that bites because fundamentally tackling is still an issue in week three. And while this play that stands out might seem a little different when you're thinking about, you know, those open field tackles. I thought there were a lot of runs up the middle. I know defensive lineman Richard Lawrence left the game with an injury. But I think about the miss sack by linebacker Zayvon Collins where he mm-hmm. had Matthew Stafford and Stafford rolled out, found Cooper Cup. 11 yards for the first down. Rams go on to score a touchdown. They take a 20 to 9 lead. And I know it's a little different of getting back into the pocket again compared to those open tackles, but I feel like that's still one of the biggest issues for this defense. And that's fundamentals. Like that, yeah. that that's not something that should be happening week three. I know that this defense has to rely on a lot of those younger players when you're looking at that depth. But to me, that's not an excuse. So to me, my that bites was the poor tackling that I saw. Looking for a positive, Cardinals fans, if if you're interested in a positive, I will say that that's now three straight games the defense has forced a turnover. Forced, mm-hmm. and, and that forced fumble, Buda Baker, recovered by safety Jalen Thompson, which was huge. Of course, you remember with Isaiah Simmons and Byron Murphy the week before. Week one, it was Dennis Gardak. So if you're looking for a positive, it's the fact that this team is forcing turnovers. And when you are rolling on all cylinders, that's what wins you games. Kyler Murray has been good so far about not throwing any turnovers, and the defense has been good about forcing them. So now it's about everything else, about playing complimentary football, if you can force those turnovers. So that I feel like is a positive, if you're looking for one on the The other thing, Danny, is that was disappointing was Cam Akers, you know, lopping off a few chunks of yardage there late in the game. They decided to run the ball at that point, 14-yard gain, 14-yard touchdown. I mean, that was disappointing. Again, the defense, I do give them a lot of credit in this game, but that particular moment in time, um, that was disappointing. Got to get a stop. Got to get one stop, and they weren't able to do it. And I hate to be back negative, but... Where are the interceptions at? I mean, Marco Wilson had one in his lap and couldn't come up with it. That's true. So, I mean, this team has forced three fumble, forced fumbles, or four forced fumbles and three recoveries. But, I mean, got to take the ball out of the air. Yeah, absolutely. Marco Wilson had that one in his hands in the end zone. That was so close. Let's go into hot takes. So, this is a little different than bad. What was that? Oh, my gosh. That bites. bites. Hot takes, (laughs) which I feel like we should almost be calling hot cakes. For morning scramble, yeah, but morning that's scramble. just me. I'm also hungry. Hot take. I, I, I was left hungry after that game yesterday, and I'm still hungry. <laughs> still so. This is more of an all-encompassing view of the team. What can they yeah. improve on? What do you have high hopes for from what you've seen, whether or not that's the team? Are they the team that we've seen for most of the season? Are they the team that we saw in that comeback win in Vegas? Trying to figure out their identity. Hot takes, all-encompassing view of the team. We'll start with you, Jody. Well, I think the offense is going to perform better this week at Carolina, which has been a tough place for the Cardinals to play over the years. I believe their last win there was actually the playoff win in, 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 during the Super Bowl run. So for whatever reason, it's been a very tough place to play. Um, you know, a few years ago they played there and they were without Buddha. That was tough. But you know what? This, this week, so just to take it a little more optimistic, I, I do think they're going to improve. Um, 
But you're right. We ca- they cannot wait for DeAndre Hopkins to return and just be a cure-all because there are just games that have to be won prior to that, and you have to be able to have faith in these guys. These guys w- were in training camp, these guys that are on the same page. And here's a little bit of my, my rant, if you don't mind. Kyler Murray, after yesterday's game, made the comment, and I, I don't remember exactly the, the wording, but that when, I, when you're playing with me, you have to be awake. You can't be asleep. You have to be ready for the ball to come your way. And my question is, who is not ready for the ball to come their way, <laughs> right? I mean, Hollywood Brown was ready. Um, Greg Dortch was ready for the most part. But, you know, we saw – it can go down the line. I already talked about some of the drops. Um, Andy Isabella stopping his route. I mean – Kyler Murray's right. And and you know what? It's not always going to be it would be lovely if it was in rhythm, get a lead, you get you get a 7 to nothing lead, you know, even you know 3 to nothing, 10 to nothing, whatever it is. If you have a lead, everything is easier. But I think Kyler Murray was sending that message that hey, you know, we're not going to do what we did against the Raiders every week. That's that's difficult. That's a lot of backyard ball, but it's going to be made up on the fly at times and I'm going to make plays and I'm going to try to make things happen and you have to be ready and I mean there's an opportunity here before these guys come back now Rondell Moore might be back next week but you're not going to get D-Hop or Wesley for another couple weeks these guys have a great opportunity to step up and make plays now there are veterans on this team that don't you know they have a great resume. Zach Ertz is one of them. I mean, he doesn't necessarily need to prove how great he is in this league, but it's about, you know, having that high level of focus. And, uh, you know, and he's a guy that can cultivate that among the young guys. But they're relying on – you look at those last couple of drives by the Cardinals that ended in field goals. They were relying on really young guys, inexperienced guys. This is their time to step up, whether it's Eno Benjamin, whether it's I – mean, I can't name everyone, but Shelly, I mean, they, these were key reps – key moments in the game and so you know it isn't going to be like d hops coming to save you next week yeah. got to get it done and kyler murray i i like that for out of him i like him saying that to the guys yeah. that is cons- publicly that is a little concerning to me though hearing that when we heard after week one losing to the chiefs that practice habits were already an issue and there needed to be a sense of urgency yeah. as if you didn't already have urgency going into week one of the season, which tells me I'm, I'm not taking the blame off them. I'm not sure how much of this is just on the coaching staff. It seems like it's a lot of mental issues that this team is having to work through to find that focus and connect and figure out what's going on. If Kyler Murray is saying he needs his teammates to be awake and we've already heard about needing more sense of urgency this early in the season, it's a little concerning to me. It is. It, okay. And I think it's an experience. You know, it, it really is. I mean, I'm not I'm not using that as a complete excuse, but I mean that's what you gotta grow up fast. But that's what I'm seeing when I see it. It's just like a tentative, and we see it from from the first quarter. It's kind of like this offense is feeling their way. Yeah. And they need more guys to come out and and kind of punch the opponent in the mouth. You know, and I don't just mean the line there. I mean I mean everyone Everybody. executing that high level, and they're just a little tentative. And they're just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen. And they have to be the aggressor. Again, you play with Kyler Murray. You have to expect the unexpected. I mean, yeah. his whole career has been rolling out of the pocket, making things happen. And like you said, you have to be awake when you play with Kyler Murray. My hot cake, hot, Danny. Hot thank cake you. Take. My hot cake take. Oh, that's Ooh, what it hot is. Cake <laughs> hot cake take. Uh, <laughs> is what is this offense's identity? And they have to figure it out this week. They cannot come in next week coming back to State Farm against the Eagles, who are arguably the best team in the NFC right now, really in the league, 
and not have this identity. So they really need to figure out what this team's identity is this week in Carolina and hopefully break this Carolina Panthers curse that they have been struggling with so for how many games this is now. But figure out this team's identity, and whether it be in practice this week or in-game, they need to figure it out. My hot cake take. That might be a mouthful to take slowly every week. I'm going to go more on the positive side. I still have high hopes for this K1 Hollywood Brown connection. And I said that last week on Morning Scramble of needing to see more of that connection. Hollywood Brown wasn't being targeted away. A lot of these number one receivers on other teams were. In the first week, he had six targets. Week two, 11. Sunday against the Rams, it went up to 17. He had 140 yeah. yards. And that's what you're expecting to see from this connection, the whole reason they brought in Hollywood Brown. So they still have to connect on those deep balls. There weren't a lot to begin mm-hmm. with, but they were going to Hollywood Brown, and they were not connecting. Obviously did not connect in the end zone, and those have to be fixed. In the locker room postgame, Hollywood Brown was talking about the frustration of that, of not being able to get in the end zone. Zero touchdowns for an mm-hmm. offense who later on in the game was really moving the ball a lot better than they were early on and talking about the need for a fast start. He also talked about how the concern there is now for being so thin at this wide receiver group, but he knows that he's going to have to step up even more so. So I liked seeing Hollywood Brown targeted significantly more in this game the way he should be as a number one receiver, which even when DeAndre Hopkins comes back, I would still like to see Hollywood Brown targeted a significant amount. However, that's my high hopes is we saw more of that connection that we've been wanting to see, a little more consistency between those two. And so I think that's only going to continue to get better, especially if A.J. Green who knows what we don't know what the status of his injury is yet, but if that's gonna he's gonna be questionable or unable to play, that's even more on Hollywood. Yeah, and and I mean he had a great game. I mean he did he had a fantastic game. Hollywood Brown and Kyler and Hollywood. I mean you can't ask for much more there. I mean sure you like you said the deep shots, but continually moving the chains. You know that's I, and I did hear that interview. I heard part of the interview. I believe it was on the radio post game, and Hollywood seemed in disbelief that they couldn't get a touchdown out of that game and out of that offensive effort, his 14 catches and just being able to, that, that was um, the type of playmaking that they needed. So Danny, I think you're exactly right. I mean, and thankfully the Cardinals made that trade for him um, because if you don't, if you don't have Hollywood right now on offense, you don't have a lot of experience or guys that you can really um, trust to make those plays. Yeah, you're really good. Look, just looking at Zach Ertz right there, um, yeah. with the people that we have left over right now in our receiving core. Yeah, definitely lots to figure out this week in practice before the Cardinals travel to Carolina to face the Panthers, a team that has had this Cardinals number the last couple of years. Now also a team who hasn't had the greatest start. However, it's time for the Cardinals to turn things around. You knew without having DeAndre Hopkins for six games, these games, those six games, it was going to be crucial to win. I still think you can get three wins out of those when you look at the teams that they're facing, but this game is absolutely a must-win not only looking for division standings right now, but just looking for the long haul of the season to really stay in it with likely the Rams. I mean, you don't know now with the 49ers with Jimmy G, but to really keep yourself in this division early on, this game against the Panthers is a must win. And the Rams have some problems. I mean, regardless of what we saw yesterday, they're not functioning at at the highest level that that they can. They've got some injuries on the offensive line and in the the, uh, defensive secondary. But yeah, the, the Cardinals know Baker Mayfield. Um, they saw him last year with Cleveland. That was a game that the coaching staff, 
I remember was was down. I yeah. mean, that was a crazy game, and and they they know Baker. They know what type of things they can possibly do to him. It is a different team over there with Carolina. Um, but you're right because the Eagles game. I mean, again, um, no shortage of high-powered offenses. Chiefs, Rams, Eagles coming in that next week. And, you know, I remember, I think it was, gosh, I thought it was last year, but I guess it was 2020 when Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray had a shootout, and it was unbelievable to watch, and it was just so, and and with Kyler coming out on top. But Jalen Hurts is such a great player. Um, He's got that offense rolling, and um, that that was a fun game to watch. Um, And we are going to see it again at State Farm Stadium, and let's hope that the Cardinals can Snap that seven-game home losing skid. It's hard to believe that that's what they have going right now at home. But, you know, you'd love to see that snapped in that game. you got to get yeah. that monkey off your back. It's been almost a full calendar year since getting a win at State Farm Stadium in front of their home fans. So, believe. But the they're Texans, going on the road yeah. this week. So get that win. Worry about Carolina. Hopefully it works out. A team that has been successful on the road, and hopefully that carries over into Carolina. As always, more coverage on azcardinals.com, more in-depth about Sunday's loss to the Rams, and then later on in the week, looking ahead to the Carolina Panthers. For those of you that are live streaming with us on Twitter, at azcardinals, thank you so much. We will see you next week. For those listening on the podcast, thanks so much for tuning in to Morning Scramble. For Jody Jackson and Q McCorvey, I'm Danny Sreck. We'll see you all right here next week.